What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's your boy Chris Style. You are tuned into the Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 153. This is the Dolphins vs. Chiefs recap show. Got my guy DJ Anton here. Uh, Clarence can't make it today, so it's just going to be a two man crew today. But I hope everybody's having a good Tuesday afternoon. We're going to get into some Chiefs talk. Let's talk Chiefs. Yeah. Arrowhead Chiefs. It's your girl Miss Nicole. Queen okay. of Hustle, baby. Uh-huh. Started from the bottom, now we here. My homie at the start of his career. Let's go. Try to win him early, hear the truth. Uh-huh. Tuning every Sunday for the juice. Arrowhead Chiefs podcast, bringing all the news. Yes, if you miss the play, come back for reviews. Chris Style, out here rapping for the crew. Post-game highlights, go subscribe uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh-huh. If you missed the play, come back for reviews, post-game highlights, go subscribe uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh-huh. Hey. What's up? We are back. Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode 153. Like I said, it's your boy Chris Dow. I got my guy DJ Ant in here. What's going on, DJ Ant? Oh, you know, it's a lovely bye week. (laughs) Right on time, right? We made it and, you know, the record is in hand. And despite all all that's going on, we're going to get into it. Let's just get get into it. Why why not? Let's get into it. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about it, man. Victory, I guess you could say Victory Tuesday now. Um, But Chiefs won 21 to 14. Uh, Taylor, two halves, you know, first half. Uh, that first 15 uh, play script, you know, Andy Reid, he, he does it better uh, than anybody else not, that I could think of with the first 15. Comes out like gangbusters, marches down the field, Rasheed Rice with a touchdown. Um, and then in between that, it kind of got a little sloppy, you know what I'm saying, stalling out a little bit. But then they put together another, you know, drive and march down the field. Uh, get a score from Jerry McKinnon. What's going on, Nani? What's going on, Joe? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they uh, get another score from Jerry McKinnon, um, and then uh, they get a, a fumble. Trent McDuffie uh, gets the fumble off of Tyreek Hill. Mike Edwards uh, gets the ball, pitches it to Brian Cook, who puts on uh, the Jetters. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we going That's what we gonna call it. Jetters <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> and scores a defensive touchdown, and pretty much was the touchdown that won us the game. Um, the second half was, uh, you know, it was a struggle on offense. Uh, guy, you know, I don't think Rasheed Rice or anybody touched the ball. They pretty much locked up. Uh, Travis Kelsey for the most part. Some situational play calling as you has been the story this season. Um, there was a third and one where we probably could have milked the clock a little bit more. But you know, Andy Reid and 31s, he likes to pass the ball and uh end up Pat had to end up throwing it away. Um and, and Dolphins had a chance to tie the game up. Uh Tua, he missed a wide-open Cedric Wilson streaking down. Mm-hmm. He ran right past Jalen Watson, and I don't know what happened. It came out his hand funny. I don't know. The wind hit it, and the football guy said, not today. And then on the last play, um, did a zero blitz, and, uh, yeah. Which Tua. Fumbled. Tua fumbled the ball, and that was the end of the game. So Tua, turned the, fumble. Tua turned the ball over. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, what are your thoughts on the game yesterday? It looked like a team. Uh, I mean, just like you said, a tale two halves. And if you could basically script it, the first half was about making a statement coming off of last week or last week, but you know, coming off the Broncos, mm-hmm. um, having that flat start. And you know, they started out flat, you know, in the first, and then they found, and then the offense found their rhythm again late in that first half to close mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, that's when the um, the defensive score happened. The second half, they looked like a team that was ready to get to the bye week. That's the best way I can describe it. And, you know, and we've seen it before in multiple teams. You know, some teams, they're just like, okay, the bye week coming, we almost there. You know, they're thinking about, I mean, who knows? I mean, they regular people just like us. I mean, they might be thinking about what they're going to do when they get back to the States. They might be thinking about where's the next party in Germany. I don't know. (laughs) But um, some things I did see that I liked in that game, though, Sky Moore is starting to find some open spaces, though. Um, on, on, on one on one play, he was able there in the in the zone coverage that they were going up against. Is so he was able to find some open holes, some open spaces, and everything. Get there. Um, it was good to see him get going. Um, that touchdown pass, though, like it was crazy. Like, I was literally going to put in the chat and say, "Oh, it's a Rasheed Rice play right here." Before I knew it, right to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good. Um, it was a, it was it was some good plays, some good things that I saw. Um, but obviously, the sore spot you're going to have is just zero points in two two halves in a row. But, you know, one game, they just looked like they were completely flat. The second game, they just let they get ready to the bye week. The the optimism I'm going to have about it is that usually this Chiefs team, when they come off of bye weeks, and it's very tough to beat Andy Reid off a of bye week, you know, they just ready. That's when they get rolling. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I can mm-hmm. see it. I can see that. Yep. <laughs> Get over his grid. <laughs> Get over his grid. Now, um, that I, might that might I, be what they needed, though. They they I, needed I, Kelsey to get locked up to somebody can get trust trust other receivers. And they need to be trying players. to say Andy Reid be trolling Chiefs Keenum, man. I just, uh, that too. It's just that first fifteen script. It's just kind of like, what, what are we doing here, like? <laughs> like you know, I know Andy Reid is scheming up, but I was watching first take the other day, and Sterling Sharp, he was on there with you know uh, Shannon Sharp because they was at the, his uh, Savannah State, and Sterling Sharp was pretty much saying like, you know what, Andy Reid is scheming up in this NFL where you can't the defender can't touch, he can scheme up, you can scheme somebody open, you know what I'm saying in this NFL because the guys can barely touch you know the offensive players nowadays anyway. So mm-hmm. I know Andy Reid can scheme it up. I know he can get these. You know what pissed me off? Kadarius Tony gets a cross uh, slant route. And he takes it what seventeen yards, and yeah. then he even go back to him. like, come on, man. And that, <laughs> that might be another one. <laughs> Not that might be one. something. That might be something. I mean, I I don't know. I just feel like Andy Reid is holding up. It's, it's almost like he. This is like the, he's only have like the first half of the season playbook. That's exactly what it looks like. And I'm saying, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to use this. This one, this one's for Cincinnati. This one is for Buffalo. But I'm like, mm-hmm. you, you flirting around with the, you know, with the number one seed, and everybody trying to chase it. I'm not sure what point you're trying to make, but you know that all might be schematically as far as what he's doing, and you know, as far as some of the different things we said about uh, Miami and whatnot, and some things you don't have to necessarily pull off the hat because Miami already had a chip on their shoulder, and mm-hmm. clearly they couldn't figure it out because it's the, it's the same old story. Can't beat the good teams. And look, I don't want to harp on the bad. Um, I'm going to give 
shine some light on this defense once again because yeah. they deserve it, man. Uh, this Absolutely. Defense, um, showed up and showed out against a high power offense. Um, the bodies are paddling up on these receivers from the secondary. Guys are not even, you know, Tyreek Hill. If you had, if I had told you before the game that Tyreek Hill was gonna have what four or five? Well, yeah, six. No, he had ten catches, right? Ten catches mm-hmm. with sixty-two yards. He had. Uh, I'm gonna pull up right now. But that was a, that was a stat that was stood out to me. It's like they basically had held the leading receiver a hundred yards. I said, if you could keep him under a buck, you're in good shape. But uh, let me pull up the exact number though. But that was a win in itself, right there. Get hurt with his toilet paper. <laughs> He's a fool. Shut up, Joe. Joe, you on you on something you on something this week? Yeah, if you yeah if you told me that they would have had Hill down to eight to sixty two and everything, I would thought I would have said it was a little bit crazy. But you know they did. Waddle had what four for forty two or five? Three, he, he had he had three for forty two, but he was hurt though. He, yeah. it was clear. But still, like if you had told me those guys was going to be held under a hundred yards combined, or at least at a hundred yards combined. I would have been like, yeah, right. <laughs> I, like one of them gonna get get something, you know. What I'm Rece- saying? Receiving wise, they were under two hundred. So you yeah. know, when you when you hold that team, it's like who is statistically the highest, you know, they produce the highest on that one. It's, it's just a testament to this Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. And I think over the years, you know, people are so worried about the offense ain't doing this and the offense doing that. But then we quick to criticize the defense. We're not used to doing this now in the Pat Mahomes era where we talking about, man, this defense is great. And then, you know, we got the offense sputtering. And, but, I, and, I, and I said this the other day because guys, was, you know, people come up to me in my job and be like, oh, man, that offense, man, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes and them they ain't looking too good. And it's like, well, look, man, the defense is holding it down. And it's about damn time that they hold their weight while, you know, this offense figures it out. Because Patrick Mahomes has been holding it down for years, mm-hmm. you know, while this defense tries to figure it out. So why not, let, for a change, they uh, the defense holds it down until the offense figures it out. And I think they will figure it out. Because once you, when you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey up there, I, 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 I just believe that it's going to get fixed. So. It will. And I, and it's all in perspective, too, because realistically, we're so used to the Chiefs having the number one offense, and then we'll see the defense somewhere in like that low 20s or something like that. So it's it's definitely a change of scenery where you now it's like the defense is like that number one, number two, somewhere around there, and the offense He's somewhere around 12. I'm going to give you credit, Joe. You, get, you said it. Yeah, they did. Mean, you, I, you, was, you, I was being optimistic. Yeah, I was saying top ten. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was being optimistic, and even even the first couple of weeks, I'm like they might be a top five, and, and to me that was a stretch. But I said they this defense look really good. And they they, they top two. They top two. I think the Ravens might be slightly yeah. better. Slightly the Ra- better. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the Ravens it's the Ravens one and the Chiefs are two, but you know mm-hmm. I just think it's just it's just it's just weird though because when we look at these numbers and everything like we're talking about we in history you know we talking about the Chiefs offense is usually one and then that defense is in that twenties and this year we have uh, the the Chiefs defense is two and then the offense is somewhere like around twelve I think somewhere around like that yeah touchdowns are scoring they're twelve I mean, but but offense uh, yards wise they're like four or three uh, like that so they still I mean. Have- I mean, at least it's not like a Jet problem. Now, the Jets have a real problem. Like last year, they had like a 1-2 defense, and then they're <laughs> – yeah, like 31st. And I just want to talk about it. If Aaron Rodgers gets out there and, and plays football, I'm convinced he's a vampire. 
Yeah, I, I'm convinced that he drinks blood and he's a vampire because ain't no way in hell a 39, 40 year old man should be coming back from an ACL tear like that or Achilles tear. Whatever. Achilles. I'm I'm not a, I'm still not a believer in it. The best thing the best thing I said, like I said from the beginning, would be for him just to wait another year. You don't want to rush him, then it affect the, the That's following better, year, then it's a wash. That offensive line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that offensive line gonna be right back on IR. Wait till like eight sacks. They made they made the Chargers defense look like a A plus. I'm like, like this Chargers t- defense, like really? Trash. They ain't even that good. It's terrible. They were terrible. The secondary is awful. Yeah, but but it come to show, you know, the quarterback old Zach Wilson. Bum. A lot of a lot of bad quarterback play this year, you know. Well, I mean, some <laughs> heavy mushrooms are magical, I guess. <laughs> and Oshawa. <laughs> now it's that dark room. You know, it's gonna be a lot. Of, it's gonna be a lot of teams out. There's gonna be a lot of teams out there. that's in need of a quarterback. The problem is, there's not enough quarterbacks to go around the next year's draft. <laughs> that's gonna okay. be the problem. You might see like ten quarterbacks in the first two rounds. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I think even so, just kind of thinking about it, I think at least six teams. Definitely need one, and probably another three are, are probably going to be looking at it. Yeah, yep. Can't even say guy. I think that's a push. Damn, damn, damn Mark. Jab, just a bum. Just a bum. <laughs> I'm using it. I'm jab. Go ahead. I'm he's a he's a jab. We need to stop talking about jags. We call it jab. Just call it for what it is. Jags and jabs. Let's just be honest. <laughs> just we get we give him too, we give him too much credit. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Definitely do. All right, man. <clears throat> Going into this bye week, what are some things that you think should be fixed that you would like to see fixed? Going into the bye, coming out of the bye, should I say? First of all, the Chiefs got to adjust. They got to fix this drop problem. I mean, they're leading the league in drops. That's that's a big issue. They got to figure that out, get that together. Um, Health-wise, I mean, they're starting to come along with exception of Bolton. That's probably the only major one. I mean, they're not in a bad situation at all, I mean, compared to other teams and most teams. Um, it's, it's just the receiving, the receiving core just sticks out like a sore thumb. It's like as far as it can just – being able to contribute to allow Pat to be able to do what he does. And they can't get separation. Um, you got some players that have these little stints in here and there, but they've got to figure out how to get these receivers going. Um, I like what I saw with the running backs, so I'm not going to harp on it too much. I think part of it, too, is just um, trying to get management. What the world happened to the light in here? But um, <laughs> but um, that's, that's, just, that's just probably the biggest thing that stands out to me. I mean, obviously, you're going to have that chemistry as far as it with um, – it's good to see a Minihue out there and Chris Jones and getting all these pieces together. And like I said, the only part that's missing is just Bolton. And yeah. you're, just try, you're just trying to maintain going into this stretch. I mean, now you're in the critical points. We're in the critical weeks. I always said somewhere – I always said like bet- between week six through about 14 is probably your most critical – weeks that's when we're gonna see teams getting momentum you start to find out who your who your real ones are and who your frauds are i think yeah. um even just looking at the standings right now i think it's pretty consistent to what we thought it was going to be i mean just like i think it was like we, like we, so even just we're just going to talk afc from that side i mean we said the chiefs are going to chiefs are going to be well in position for the west that's happening um we look at the east uh we said miami and buffalo is going to be somewhere around there Miami's clearly got the distance. Buffalo, they're about to go. They're walking into a gauntlet, so mm-hmm. they might not even be in good shape. 
Uh, they lose to the Broncos on Monday. It's over. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see. I don't see that happening. I don't. I, know, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. They, they should have lost to New England. Did the, didn't they? Didn't they? Oh, did yeah, they did. Well, they yeah, lost I, the no, Giants. No, actually, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right though. But that, this is why I said with Buffalo. I said Buffalo. I said you do not deserve to the. You do not deserve to be in nobody's playoffs if you lose to Zach and uh, Mac the same year. If you mm-hmm. lose to both of them, you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. Yeah. But everything is everything is in everything is pretty much on schedule like we predicted. And despite you know the frustrations with the offense, the crazy part about it is that the Chiefs seven still hold two. the number one seed. <laughs> seven and two with the number one seed, and 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 they're in line. I mean, that's what makes the and when they're coming off the bye week. You know, we're pretty much just right back on schedule like we were talking about last year. Now we got the two number one teams going at it on a Monday night. We getting exactly yeah. what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, both of us coming off a bye week too. So that's that's going to be you know both teams are going to be fresh. Yep. So so um, the thing I I mean of course it, Joe said it in the comment section um, the rotation of this receiver room I think should they should have it set not throw so much bodies out there no more you know sprinkle some guys in of course guys need breaks and you know what I'm saying in and out some sub sub it in you know every now and then. <clears throat> but it should be – I think the top three should be Rasheed Rice, Justin yeah. Watson, and uh, Scott Moore. You know, I think those three should be the top three receivers that get most snaps. You sprinkle in a little bit of MVS here every now and then and uh, Kadarius Tony, and you go for them maybe, you know, sometimes Richie James and Nicole Harmon. Um, but um, I think the top three receivers should be Rasheed Rice, Justin Watson, and Scott Moore. That's, that's just my opinion. Um, running game, they got to be more consistent with the running game. Mm-hmm. They got to be more consistent with third and one. Just keep it simple, Andy <laughs> Reid. Matt, Matt had me cracking up on the timeline. He was, he made, he was making the joke remark talking about this. Like, they should just trade. <laughs> yeah, just... I'm like, we knew he wasn't literal. I'm like, get serious, fans. Like, really? I mean, I, I we, I, under, I understood his frustration a hundred percent on that one. Third and one, and then we doing this unnecessary. I knew he was gonna pass the ball. I, I knew I think third we all did. on third and one when they came out. I said, oh, they better pass it. They are not gonna run this football with Isaiah Pacheco. And you even saw it on the sideline. They showed uh, Andy Reid on the sideline. He was like, pass. Then he thought about it. They said, yeah, go with the pass. <laughs> I was like, you ain't serious, Andy. Get out of here. Like a like like we keep saying. I mean, they so scared of the risk or whatever. Like I said, there's no different. There's no difference with Pat Mahomes watching him scramble around, do all this other stuff. I guarantee you, the next time he ever considers a quarterback sneak, he gonna get the first down. I guarantee it, because they do the same old thing. They put in <laughs> Blake Bell. Which, Blake, I'm done with Blake Bell. Blake, Ma- Blake Bell. He's he is like one factor <laughs> on this team no more. He does nothing for us anymore. He should not even be dressed up. Sorry, Blake Bell, no disrespect, but respectfully, you shouldn't be uh, active on game day. You should be in street clothes, uh, hyping everybody up, you know, cheering everybody up. Pull up Matt Bushman or somebody. I don't care. But 
uh, yeah, he, that, he contributes nothing. That's been an ongoing issue though for the last two years though. I think that's probably even like you know it has to be one of those bigger concerns too. You know, we talk about the receiving core, but third and ones though situationally. We miss C H. Well, I mean, P Ryan really. didn't do himself a favor on him. Not really. Not really at all. He did a C-H impression. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he tripped over his own feet. Uh, he was nervous. <laughs> right. He was nervous. He came out the. He came out the block. Fell on the floor. Ryan. <laughs> you had your You had one opportunity and you blew it. He was back on the practice squad. <laughs> he did a full blown. It's like it, it was like watching watching him. That one, it's like they're having that one time to shine moment. Yeah, remember that episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air where they were fighting the ball and oh, fighting yeah. for the ball and crawling through that hail mary <laughs> and Mister. That's exactly what was running through my head. That's what P Ryan did. He he got the ball. He just fell. He said, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and that's yeah. all I saw. He's like, damn, <laughs> damn, P Ryan. I'm sorry. Hopefully they give him another chance, but yeah, it wasn't a good look from P. Ryan, man. Not I felt bad. Felt bad for the kid, but he did. He did just about what Ceh does: fall right on his face and do nothing, except it wasn't in slow motion. (laughs) Yeah, I think coming out of the bye week, they should just go ahead and keep. That must that must be Ceh inactive, man. That might be Ceh's theme song: slow motion pull. He's like, really. Yeah, they need to play. They need to play that song every time he touched the field. Play that uh, two miles an hour or so. Yes, they need to play. Let's <laughs> <CAs> run. <laughs> That's what they need to play. No, but uh, <clears throat> like I said, they, they need to run the football more and be more efficient on third and ones. This is ridiculous. You got this genius play caller. But he turns into a must brain when it comes to third and ones and third and twos and just whatever. Over, just like, overthinking it. I mean, you know, it's got they, they got to go back and find what works for them. Like as far as especially in the third, every good every good team has that third and one play. Like even so, like for example, like Philadelphia, we all know if it's a, a one yard situation, they're gonna run that whatever they want to call it. And I've heard thirty I, I, different names for it. I and, think and, I think if the Chiefs successfully did the tush push, they would outlaw it. <laughs> oh, no, we can't, right. man. We can't let Patrick Mahomes do it. <laughs> we know that ain't going to happen. I think they we, would outlaw the tush push if the Chiefs did it successfully. We all know that ain't going to happen. It just makes too much sense to do. There's some, there's some of that nature. Nope, we're going to throw it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like, there's, there's, there's stay, I mean, I get, you know, you're trying to stay true to your identity. I get it. But at the same time, <laughs> Keep it simple, people. I mean, run run the ball, put two backs in the backfield, keep them guessing. I mean, I don't understand. How come they were able to figure that? So we're waiting for- no, we don't, Joe. We don't want no damn running back at pick 32. It better be a damn wide receiver picked at 32. With all the good wide receivers is coming out next year, damn it, it should be a, they better pick a <laughs> damn wide receiver next year. It's, it's go, they just need to – uh, no, no, he's need to figure that out though. We get running back in the third or fourth round. We can get the yeah. kid. We can get the kid from Kansas. He can come. He can come over here. What's his name? Yeah, Ian? yeah. Born. He was born there. Born, raised, and stayed and played there. He can come to Kansas City. 
I said, I said, you know, that's that's what they're trying to do. I ain't What's, mad the, white at boy name? What's the white boy name? Where you play for Texas? Shipley, get him. Oh yeah, he's a little uh, Will Shipley, Shipley. little shifty little guy. Let's trade for Bijan. Shit. Well, I mean, you got Atlanta. jokes. Now you got jokes, Joe. Well, I mean, Atlanta. I have no idea what they're doing with. It. I have no idea. Man, Arthur they, Smith is going to be gone next year. They need a. They need to put uh, somebody on the side. Just need to put free Bijan out in Atlanta. That is just a sad, sad story. Yeah, and what made Atlanta got some bad history down there. I mean, you already getting jokes, you know, for the worst blown game in a Super Bowl. You already getting that. Then you lose. Then you basically lose to a guy that don't know half the team and just didn't even know the cadence and everything. You getting beat by him. I'm like, what? What are the jokes that y'all need? Joshua dies, my I earned himself a starting position somewhere next year. That's what I'm saying with Tennessee. Like, did, like, did we really make the break? But you know, hey, I mean, they, I mean, I, I ain't giving up on Pacheco. I ain't saying, I ain't saying all that now. But, <laughs> but they, but hey, they, Pacheco was on angry runs today, man. But Atlanta, but Atlanta, they just wasting this talent though. That's what's upsetting. That's it's, it's upsetting to see. I hate that, and you're wasting talent. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they just need a. I mean, I don't know how much far, how much further you can blow that team up. I have no idea. I don't either. I don't, I don't know. know. It's the South, and they're going south. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's a bad division. <laughs> the Saints are going to win that by default. I mean, and they've been the I Saints. Think. They've been doing some stupid stuff. I'm like, I think. I think it might be Tampa Bay might backdoor in there with Baker Mayfield. And then, yep, it may. I mean, if they stop blowing games late like they did, I don't understand it though. It's like that's crazy though. I mean, I'm not knocking the kid at all though. Stroud, that dude is a beast, but yeah, Stroud is nice. You just can't make those mistakes though. It's like giving up or blowing a game like that, but you know, this is the NFL, it happens. That's what makes the league great, right? <laughs> the unexpected. <clears throat> Who would you say is the your mid season MVP? You can have two of them if you want. You have one on offense and defense if you want. Jeez, that's a tough one. Uh-huh. McDuffie on, on defense. Right. He's made a statement. He's definitely making a statement as far as in being a force to be reckoned with to be one of the more respected corners in this league. We talked about him being a top 10. He might be very much on that top five, top three. He very much might be. He's the best corner right now. He, he, I mean, we didn't expect it to happen so quickly, but, you know, that's just something we just have to appreciate. And, you know, it's just all kudos to Spag setting it up, you know, as far as it getting just to, how everything's Dave just Mayer. unfolded for him. Everything's worked out. Yep. Dave Mayer being a good uh, coach, man. He's a good secondary coach. Good co- mm-hmm. coach for the DBs, man. So, yeah, kudos to so, him. You know, it's just what we're seeing now. This secondary is just foreign. It's it's very foreign to me. So, Kelsey and Clamps. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming Clamps is uh, McDuffie, or is that the Jarius Need? And then offense. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean I can't I can't say Pat. And this is the yeah. reason why. I mean because just even so, I'm I'm questioning who the MVP is a, as a whole right now. It's so weird. It's Taylor Swift and Spag. Shut up. 
But even so, I mean, you want to say Kelsey, but you know, it's just the whole up and down, you know, he, he's been up and down too. You're basically at the mercy of, you know, how Pat performed. I mean, that's obvious, you know. So right now, you know, I'm just going to go with one. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just going to go with one pick right now. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to go with McDuffie. He's been that guy. Um, You know what? Because everybody's going to pick McDuffie or whatever, and rightfully so. He should be. I'm going to Mike Dana, man. Hey, Mike Dana's having one yeah. of his best season. Mike Dana's going to get paid this offseason. Mike Dana should be up for a, like, um, improved player, yeah, I would yeah. say. And Mike, Mike, Mike Dana's going to get paid this offseason. I don't know if it would be the Chiefs, but he, he, I can see him going somewhere getting a three-year, 20 30 million-dollar deal. Yeah, the Raiders will find a way to screw that up. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We already know. And actually, but you know what? Actually, no, let me lay off the Raiders. Let me let me say something about the Raiders, though. Uh oh, you want to give some love to the Raiders on this show? Kudos to that coach, you know, because that's what it took. It really took a coaching change, yeah, to get that culture. I mean, and you know, say what you want, you know, them having a celebration and stuff like that in the locker room and all that. They talking about that's they they Super Bowl and everything. Look, look, look what they've been through. Devontae Adams, the best receiver, came and get the ball because they basically got the game as you came and do that do his job. I mean, that whole offense has just been – I mean, they they played probably their best game that I've probably seen them do and have in like two years. In two <clears> years. <throat> so, you know, I definitely hope – like for Antonio Pierce, I definitely wish him great success for him. I'm not saying he's going to beat the Chiefs now, but yeah. – yeah, But he might – he might that might be the very thing that, that they need to turn this thing around. I'm not saying it's completely over because I – because before this whole coaching change, I had them at most – Winning three games, I said this team gonna suck. <laughs> this team is trash. Like the, the 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 coach is trash. I like Jacobs. They got they got talent, but as far as they're coaching this team, that ain't the guy. And Pierce might be the guy. Who knows? Who knows what he can do? There's still plenty of football left. Kudos to him. But that's as that's as far as far as much respect that the Raiders will get from me probably this year. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm always gonna be for you know black coaches getting opportunities <clears throat> and I also want to see them succeed even if they are the rival you know I don't want them to see it succeed against us no. but outside of us yeah I would yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Antonio Pierce succeed he actually comes to one of the bars that I work at <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, he comes and talks to one of the bartenders there so you know it's kind of cool to see him get the, you know get the interim job and you know they they get that Win off off top, you know, against I know it's the Giants, but mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, the Jets, that Giants team, and geez. they got the Jets next on uh, I think Sunday Night Football. Oh, um, that's the, that's the Sunday Night game. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Well, look, I'll be finding something else to do. I mean, you you, you better find something else to do on Thursday too. Who's Thursday? Chicago and the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> They really be bad games, man. I don't know what it is, man. They just need to cancel. They just need to cancel Thursday nights altogether. In all seriousness, they just they need to get rid of it. They never we, gonna do that. We are already seeing mediocre football already as it is on Thursday nights. But this is just punishment for uh, to, and then, to even. And then, and then they ended off with Bills and and Broncos. I don't want to see that. Well, Speaking the, 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 the first take today when they was trying to step on him from singing Keisha Cole was hilarious. <laughs> wow. 
You said is it, you said the Bills and the Broncos was the Monday night game. Where's it at? I think it's in Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo's gonna blow them out because usually in games like that, they oh yeah, respond, yeah. They, when they're they at usually, home, they usually respond well. Allen will have like three touchdowns. Stephon Diggs will have a touchdown. Probably have Gabe Davis will have a touchdown. I'm still giving. I'm still doing the prop bag. Take Josh Allen anytime interception. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the bet DraftKings, whatever you use. It's just that 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 old, Josh Allen that old that OC is just really screwing him up, though. That's just that's just probably what it is. Ken Dorsey, I told I said it before the season that I didn't like the way he called said, plays last year. I didn't I like said, his, I don't like his play call. I said last year, I said I didn't know what it was going to look like with the OC because I said it was going to be the whole table effect. And I said that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's just – I think he's, what, had like five straight games where he threw an interception or something like that. You just can't make that mistake. I mean, granted, I think Mahomes didn't have a – I don't think he had one last week. No, he did. He had a fumble, but he didn't have anything. Still a turnover, but, you know. Yeah. But, you know <sighs> – I mean, has the Madden has the Madden cover caught up to him? <laughs> no, I, I I just think I, I, I just think I just think that the Buffalo Bills. I just think they haven't recovered since thirteen seconds. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't think they ever recovered from thirteen seconds. I don't know and what they're. And then last year, you know, you know, I think the they were rolling a little bit, and then I think the. You know, the Von Miller injury hurt them last year. That sucked yeah. a lot of air out of their team. And then the DeMar Hamlin thing just kind of was like the final blow for them. And I don't I think they didn't even want to be in the playoffs anymore. Like, <clears throat> like but, e- but even before the you know the DeMar Hamlin stuff, that Monday night game was about to get ugly. You yeah, it saw was. like I you saw it. <laughs> like, I, I, I had, like Cincinnati was rolling. Yeah. I, I said, I said, this, I said, I remember saying that too. I said Cincinnati gonna roll over this team. They had all the momentum. Yeah, they was put them on notice. It just took them a couple weeks later to put it on notice where they had them. And I think just the icing on the cake was when they didn't make that a neutral site game. That probably would have did them actually. That probably would actually did Buffalo more justice because you know the Cincinnati they already felt disrespected and everything. Well, we didn't get a chance and blah blah blah. We had them on home field and I, I get it. So they just took it in their own hands and went to their field and just pretty much punched them in the face mm-hmm. and called it a day. And you know, with Buffalo, you know, I just I just believe with Buffalo or just in the NFL in general, just like every team has some kind of form of identity as far as like how we can identify how great they are, whether it be a play or a situation or just or you know just what they do. And I can't even say player because it just it takes more than that, obviously. You know, the Eagles are just juggernauts. They just they just know how to fight. You know, just uh, with Jalen Hurts and him being able to execute, you know, the the, the whole – I hate saying touch, but the brotherly shove. Yeah, that's better. That's the that's the word I'm looking for. You know, that's just their identity. And then they get to – then when they get the running game going, that's when they punch you in the face. They ain't got to – I mean, they, I mean the, the passing game is a nice complimentary to who they are, but it's just what they do. They just wear you down, wear you down, wear you down. Chiefs, you know, you have the, the air attack and they just do what they do. Buffalo, I have no idea what that is. I, I don't know. They're Josh it, Allen or Buzz. That's what they are. They are Josh Allen or Buzz, throwing or running. That's what they are. If he's not rolling, if he's not throwing touchdowns all around and they're not like, high-fiving and jumping around, then the, the team goes down. And it's like, and even so, they're with, front runners. That's what yep. they are. 
And even with the Cowboys and the Cowboys, it was just I just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say the Cowboys is the I knew it. I, I knew they were gonna blow that game because situationally that team is trash. You know what that I saw the end of that? I know we sidebar into the Cowboys for a minute though. I saw a playoff 49er game all over again. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. And they almost about, my ticket. They had three opportunities. It was crazy. I'm like, is like they threw it short at the goal line. That was one. Mm-hmm. Dak stepping out of bounds, that, that's strike two. You only get three strikes in baseball. They just throw it in the football equation. And the third time, how in the world did they get to the six and go all the way back to like the 20? I'm like, I'm like, oh, they lost this game. False start. Then it was a took it. Then Dak took that sack. And then and then instead of spiking the ball, that's what threw me off, though. I'm mm. like, I'm like, spike the ball by yourself sometime, get you another play. They were sitting there just running a backyard football play. I'm like, this is all this is a hundred percent on McCarthy on this situation in the preparation. That's what I saw. But yeah. going back to what we we're saying, though, we don't know what the Bills identity is. Like you said, you know, you're probably right, though. Josh Allen the bus. It is and Josh Allen. And and it's not and it's not good for him because it's gonna get your quarterback hurt and it just doesn't create longevity. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, right now, <clears throat> the only teams that scare me, well, I didn't even say scare me because I don't really have a team that scares me, but a team that I'm like, okay, I respect them and they could beat us would be the Ravens. That would be it. Ravens no, and Cincinnati. I would say Cincinnati, too. The Cincinnati's up there, too. Let me turn the light real quick. Cincinnati's up there, too. Um, I see those two teams possibly giving us troubles, and we would have a war with those two teams. Here's here's what I think is going to happen. Well, yeah, the Eagles, of course, but we're not only we're. I mean, yeah, of course, we see them in the regular season. I'm just speaking on AFC when it comes to the playoffs. When it comes to playoffs, we're going to see these those two teams. Uh, Eagles, we won't see them unless we. You know, we both make it to you know Super Bowl, so I'm not really. I don't really concern myself with NFC teams because nah. you know, yeah, the, the the Eagles are on the schedule and it's going to be a good measuring stick to see where the Chiefs are when it comes to you know the hierarchy of the whole NFL. But when it comes to just AFC, that's what I concern myself with because that's what we're going to be playing in the playoffs, and that's what who we got to go through to get to the Super Bowl. So well, that's why I'm I'm mentioning AFC teams. Well, even so, the, the Eagles are good. Yeah, they are. To the to to me, the only thing that probably at the end of the day, as far as the way that it's shaped out, like over the last couple of years, I think is going to be the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. I think this year, true. and here and here's why: not just because of the way that the results are going on this year, but in the last two seasons. The only thing that has really beaten the Ravens is injuries. Oh, health, yeah. And they have, and they struggled because of the old infamous. Oh, don't remind me of that quarterback that did that god Huntley? awful whatever. Yeah, that guy. Huntley. Yeah, that guy. Instead of going under for the, he went over and, and, <laughs> and fumbled and, the football. And he and he's and he's straddling that line between jag and jab for that one. He's strat he's straddling that line, but. It's just that's the only thing that's beating the Ravens is just it's just health, not having a healthy Lamar Jackson just, and even Andrews and all the other role players. I mean, they look sharp. They look razor sharp like over these last couple of weeks. And you can arguably give them, you know, the title as far as that being that top teams as, as far as it, that's informed right now. But we've seen Cincinnati 
and they've had some cakewalks as far as they're going through their own divisions, you know, as far as, you know, Pittsburgh's not really a much of a challenge in my opinion. I mean, they got a great defense, but they're barely getting by them. Mm-hmm. And then the Brown, the Browns, I have no idea what we're going to get out of them. That's an interesting team to watch. I mean, they they might be. I'm a believer in that defense. It's just can Deshaun Watson get over the hill? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens just look like that team. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a divisional game. You know, it's just divisional opponents. They know each other so well. I just think the Ravens are going. I think the Ravens are going to get them this year. I really do. They're probably going to match up in the playoffs. I don't see seeding changing much. I don't see the I don't see the Ravens losing losing many more games, and I don't see Cincinnati losing many more games themselves either. They're probably both going to have like maybe four losses at the most. You know, it's going to come down to tiebreakers and all that fun stuff. But it's going to be. It's, but you know, it's just if they come across where they're in a situation where whoever's a two and whoever's a seven. I mean, I hope I hope they're not matched up where they're the two to seven others. That'll be the most interesting game to watch. Because all the balls, sir. Shut up, Joe. Uh, I can't even say honorary. What up, what up, Kingdom Cast? But um, yeah, Huntley is a Pro Bowl, yeah, honorary, and I can, and that's, and I use that very word loosely, extremely loosely. They ran out of people, so they had to pick somebody. Right, and they could have picked out somebody from the parking lot for all I cared. You could have been in the Pro Bowl, Joe. Right. But um, yeah, no, was just my bad. But just going back to it though, like case in point, and everything like you said, midseason MVP though. I'm just going. I'm just going to stick with McDuffie for now. Yeah, I. I mean, initially, I have McDuffie as the MVP. He should be, but um, just to you know have somebody different. I'm at Mike Dana, man. Mike Dana's yeah, been having a really, really good season, man. That's fair. I mean, you put throw him in the most improved category. He should be up there as far as the overall. As far as the league as a whole, yeah, he's having a really good season, man. Mm-hmm. Who would you, in your AFC rankings, what are your top five teams right now? Chiefs definitely one, obviously. Um, we'll go to the East. I'll give Miami. I mean, despite they haven't beat the best teams yet, they're still doing what they need to do. That's very clear. Um. Jacksonville is still in the hunt, so that's three. And then my other two are going to come. going to come from the north. I'm going to throw Cincinnati and the Ravens. Those are my top five. So you got Cincinnati, the Ravens, Chiefs, Dolphins, and Jacksonville. Um, I got Ravens, Chiefs, Jags. Mangles and Texans. Mm, that kid Stroud, man. <laughs> Rookie of the year, man. Rookie yes. of the year. I don't give him the award right now. What are we um, doing? What are there's we doing? no debate. There's no debate. I was not expecting. I mean, a rookie hit. I mean, I mean, for that coach to be having that much success, you know, as far as it, at this point, you know, he's he's basically like a coach is having a lot of fun right now. And so, and so is the team. That kid, Dell and Dell too. That was a steal from down in Tank Houston. Dale, yeah, I want to take Dell in the draft. That that kid's route running is crazy. And the Texans are in positions. It's like if you look at the rest of their schedule, I think they're gonna get the. I think they're gonna get Jacksonville the second time around in Jackson at home. I think they will. Um, Ten and seven, nine and eight is definitely in the cards for them. 
they might be that team that slips in and there's a team that's currently holding up or holding hostage. I, I, I mean that to the utmost degree. They're holding a playoff seat hostage. It's Pittsburgh. <laughs> I still don't know how they win games. I, I, I really don't. Einstein can't even figure out how they win games. That's just crazy. They're getting outgained in every game and then pick it. They, they just like, oh, we'll turn. It's, it's, you know what? It's Tebow-esque. That's the best way I can describe it. That's not a bad yeah. I just I don't understand <laughs> it, man. You got one of the better receivers out here and uh your boy, uh what's his name? Uh George Pickens. He can't yeah. get a pitch <laughs> to save his life. It's just but that defense, man, TJ Watt, High Smith, they got Casey Hayward back, Joey Porter Jr., who's looking like he's having a pretty good season, but <sighs> It's like the Pittsburgh and the Jets are drinking the same Kool-Aid. Yeah, but at least the, the Steelers finished the deal. Like they actually right. win games. <laughs> they actually win games. Like Zach Wilson, man, he's just Zach, god awful. He just looked lost. I he thought Richardson was a yeah. Well, Richardson got hurt. That's the only thing. So that's a to be continued story. Yeah, because yes. I actually i I thought he was going to be the um, rookie of the year. He, he was looking good. Or he was looking good early till he got hurt. So that's just a to be continued story. We'll say we'll see how that unfolds. But Stroud, though Stroud, I mean the Stroud that we saw in that pl- college playoff football game, that's the that's the version that we're getting. They, and they look actually they look absolutely good. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They just doing. They just doing what they do. They look like a team that's they're winning games and they're having fun doing it. It's supposed. This is supposed to be one of the dog years. I thought, especially you know, you have a new coach trying to take over an organization that had been a mess for years, because you know, GMs and coaches, it was just that was just a full blown mess. But I think they got this right. They got the coach right. They got the quarterback right. They got the receiver right. They they look like a they're they're a good young team. They're set to. They could steal a wild card spot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they're. Uh... They'll backdoor into that. They probably they might. What's in who's in the oh that the same division with the Jaguars. But they that's what I'm saying. Still, I could see them definitely getting the wild card spot. I think I they'll be, be surprised. I think they'll beat Jacksonville the next time they play them. I really do. I think that's gonna be they're at home. I think that's just the game that they steal. I think but they'll that, figure it out. That's one thing I know about them is they are a good home team. Um mm-hmm. so they usually win at home on the road. They're still trying to figure things out. But for the most part, you know, what I'm saying they they're pretty good home team. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. Be I mean, surprised. you look. I mean, you look at the upcoming schedule. I mean, the Bengals. I say is gonna, definitely going to be a tough one. That's going to be a hard one for them. But mm-hmm. Cardinals winnable. Jacksonville at home. I think they'll get that game. They got the Broncos at home on the following week. That'll be a good one. Texans and Jets. I'm taking the Texans. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough only because I respect that Jets defense. So I mean, I expect um, I expect them to scheme up some things, but I think it'll be a tough win. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texans and Titans is gonna be the one that's probably the main one I would circle because it's the division game, and that could turn the tide whether they have that ten and seven season, ten and seven season or nine and eight. That's just what I think it is. I think that's the key game. Yeah, I can see that. I could I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. But it's they're in position. I think they can. I think they can get it done. Yeah, I think they, I think they can get it done too. Um, 
So who is your player of the game? Player of the game. Got to go with McDuffie. You got to. I mean, you, I mean, you basically, I mean, well, I don't mm-hmm. know. look, and here's where I'm at, though. Because Snead did his job, you know, as far as, you know, with, with Hill, I agree with that. And, and McDuffie made the play. I'm just going to get to the secondary. Forget it. Because for them to hold that receiving core, receiving core to under two, that's actually very impressive. This is the most, this is the most exciting receiving core in football this year, and for them to do that, it just speaks volumes. I think they, I think that defense got another level of respect after that, after that game. Yeah, for sure. And and, and realistically, and 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 I have to look, I have to look at it from this perspective too, because even the seven that was given up though was because the Chiefs' offense put them in a bad in a bad situation again with that turnover. A lot of these, a lot of the. Um, these touchdowns that Chiefs are giving up, they're not given. They're not given situations. Cook, I can see Cook. Yeah, he, he had a pretty decent game too. But, you know, it's not like the Chiefs are just giving away these freebies when it comes to the, when these teams score. These teams are actually literally having to earn these points. They're having to actually try to create, create get creative drives and stuff like that. But, I mean, if you really think about it, if the Chiefs offense didn't put, up in, put them in a bad situation, they probably only give up seven, realistically. So it's just it's just a testament to who they are. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, I would say Willie Gay. I'm gonna say Willie. Yeah, Gay. he did step up. Yeah, Willie Gay had a really good game um, on on Sunday. Um, he almost had another fumble for us that would probably would have ended the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, w- Willie Gay. Might go over Willie Gay offense. Nobody deserves. Nobody deserves an off. Game, game, give it to Butker. He didn't even attempt to kick. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn. <laughs> that was a shocker. And was, he's, still, he's still my special teams MVP. Because but I don't think Buckner's missed a kick, kick this year. Has he? I don't think he hasn't. He's been he's he been on be, it all year. This year he might be the best kicker in the league. I mean, it might be still Tucker, but. They're not far apart, yeah. Because man. because Butker kicked a bomb this year. It was over sixty yards. He's he's had a. I mean, he's not Reed. Justin Reed had a really good game. He was putting on some hits. It's probably one of his better games as he's had all season. Yeah, Justin Reed did his thing. He did his yeah. thing, and he was a key player that I said that needed to have a good game. He did his job. All three of those safeties did their job. That's why I said the secondary for them to be able to contain this receiving core the way they did was actually is actually very impressive. It's it's very pause, hard Joe. to do. Pause, Joe. Right, make a pause. <laughs> pause Joe. What are we doing here, Joe? Relax. It's just, I mean, she's basically asking to do to cover a guy the 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 guy that's just been terrorizing the league and was really I thought it. I mean, you still probably could make a case that Tyreek Hill is basically the MVP. I mean, just depending on which Tua that you get, he just Tua just didn't have his best game. He ran to a gauntlet of a defense, you know, with that game with that uh, Chris Jones and company. That was, that's a that's a tough. That's just tough. And Tyreek Hill is still that guy, but you know, for him them to hold that guy to the numbers that he had just speaks volumes. Like I said, I felt like the, the secondary got another level of respect, or the defense as a whole got another level of respect. And the fact that they're doing it without Nick Bolton, too, that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. 
uh, Nick Bowden, you know, he he's the he's the one who gets everything right and puts everybody in position. I think that gets underrated from Nick mm-hmm. Bowden because he knows. Uh, thank you, Joe. He because he knows the defense because <laughs> he knows the defense in and out. So he gets everybody in position. Um, he knows when to tell Chris, yo, Chris, you know, find somebody to, you know, to beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. what Joe – not to say that Tranquil can't do that, you know what I'm saying, because Tranquil is doing an excellent job, I think. Yeah, he is. A lot of people thought Tranquil had a bag. I actually think Tranquil had a solid game on Sunday. Yeah, did he miss some tackles here and there, of course. But he had a key tackle uh, on a – what was it, fourth down, I think. Yeah, fourth and two. I think he had a key tackle that pretty much saved the game because it would have been a touchdown. So, if, realistically, I think if the Chiefs didn't acquire Tranquil, they'd probably be in a little bit in a, in a deeper hole. That's just what I think. They'd be there'd be a little bit more problems. And I, I just don't. I just think with some of the little details that's not really shown or explained, I think he's uh he's had a greater impact than what we can actually see on paper. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Tranquil is a gem. Because <laughs> I think that if uh, Dick Bowden had went down, we didn't have Triangle, they probably would have been out there trying to search mm-hmm. for a linebacker in the trade deadline. I wouldn't even been surprised. I think they would have made a trade for somebody to come fill that role or fill that spot. So they brought back Ben Neiman. The O line is the key to the second half. Yeah, and I and I will say this. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I think that they, they, uh, they, they performing. They performing. I think Andy Reid needs to trust in those guys more, man. On, on like short yardage stuff, you know what I'm saying? Get that, get their confidence up, man. This is what this is what Veach got all these guys for these bigger offensive linemen, so that we can maul people. You got Trey Smith, you got Tooney, you got Creed Humphrey. Like use these guys, like you wanted to use them. And Taylor's beginning less people over. Taylor's beginning less penalties called against them too. It's like so yeah. that's actually a better improvement though to be able to see from that perspective as well. Well, he made his adjustments mm-hmm. and, he, and he's good. So yeah, that's that's something that, you know, like I said, Reed needs to have more confidence in these guys coming out of the, the bye week. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it might be that second half playbook that we don't know about. They've been holding back was a possibility. <laughs> That's the only logic I'm coming with. That's my logic, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so, yeah. So the keys to coming out of the bye, be better on third and long, short. Be better on third and short. Let's get a healthy rotation in the wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and the defense continue to do what they do. You know what I'm saying? That, that, I mean, that's that's the only thing I'm, you know, searching for. You know, that's what I want to see coming out of the box. Trust their running game, too. That, too. You know, but that comes with the short yardage stuff. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Trust, it, trust their Run, running game. Run the football early, you know, first down instead of throwing it, and you won't be in second and ten. Let's, let's get some – Second and fives, second and three. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. let's make it the game easier. Let's shorten the game up so we Pat had, doesn't have to stand back there for two seconds waiting for some receivers to get open. You know, and, and let's so- put let's put these receivers in better position. You know what I'm saying to make plays, get them going early. <laughs> like I mean, you did last, like you did on Sunday. 
I mean, the second half of the schedule is actually kind of favorable now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, you kind of you, you bounce back and come back and play the Eagles. I mean, I get that. You know, you one versus one. Then you play the Raiders, which is a key divisional game. Then you get a whole – I mean, I'm on the fence about this. I mean, maybe this would be a good practice session for them. But the Chiefs play the Packers on Sunday night. After that, that, that might get flexed out. It, it's a possibility. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Might. And, and then that's preparation before they get to the Bills. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these next couple – next four games, though – I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a favorable uh, setup for them to be able to finish up this, to finish up and wrap up this whole season. Yeah, and we got the Raiders again on Christmas. And Christmas at home. And then, and then we got uh, the Bengals. New Year's Eve, baby, it's going down. That's what. That's why I said I, I didn't. I did not know because like. We did not know how this game was going to impact as far as it because it was so late. In the season. I still wish they would have put this game sooner. I, I really do. They know what they do, man. Because the Bengals, you know, put together, string some more wins along. And, and they're vying for, for that number one spot. That's going to be a big game. And which, and which they are. I mean, they're well in stride. I mean, we can say whatever we want to about how much we can't stand the Bengals and their fan base and stuff like that. But the team, though, they know how to find their rhythm. And I give, I got to give credit where it's due. They're finding their rhythm. They're back in stride despite, you know, the same old typical weak start that they have, you know, and overcoming some of the injuries and some of the different things they had to deal with. And they're, they're just a rhythm team. They just know how to find that rhythm at the right time. And that's just going to be – that's just the Bengals are definitely a team that's on the radar, but, you know, they still got their share of teams they still got to play. I mean, they got to play their division games again. So we could see a, a – dra- I mean, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to see a drastic change because – in the standings. Because with Miami, I don't see them losing any more than four games – well, five games at the most. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Buffalo, they're going through a gauntlet. That's going to be an interesting story. You know, the Jets, you know, I, they're going to stay where they are, period. The North, I still got three teams coming out of that division. But, you know, the Houston, that's the wild card team. that we, That's the team to watch. If there's a team that's on the outside in that probably will get in, it will probably be them. Who? Uh, Houston. Houston, yeah. That's just from the current playoffs as far as where, how everything can be set up. And even if we were kind of look at the match, this is what I'm saying. This is a, this actually a good set away to what I was talking about um, as far as like matchups. Because if the playoffs had started today, Baltimore would be matched up against Cincinnati. Oh, yes, yeah, the AFC North. All Every AFC North team is in the playoffs if it was to start today. That's exactly crazy. Exactly. And, Even you know, though the Steelers don't belong, don't deserve to get there, and they probably get blown, <laughs> they probably get blown out in the first round. But still, it probably, you're probably right too, because if, the, like you said, if the playoffs started today, they'd be playing Miami. Smoke. Right here, about 150 yards. And then Jack, and then Jacksonville will be playing Cleveland. And truth be told, I Cleveland could give yeah. Cleveland could give them a run. That defense is nice. I respect the 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 defense. Miles Garrett, Garrett is the defensive player of the year right now. Mm-hmm. But that's just, if the playoffs if the playoffs started today. That's why I said that Baltimore and Cincinnati if they stayed where they were. Baltimore, I, th- I just believe would get them at home. I mean, the the best chance for Cincinnati, I think, if they want to beat Baltimore, because it's going to happen one way or the other. Mm. Cincinnati's got to find a way to turn that into a home game. 
That's just yeah. what I think. Of course. If it, if it's in Baltimore, forget it. Baltimore's gonna beat them. Baltimore's gonna beat them. Heck, they almost was it in Baltimore last year in the playoffs? No, it was in Cincinnati. They almost lost in Cincinnati last year. So that's why. Know. That's what that that that's why I said the Ravens. If they can stay healthy, that's the only thing that's beaten them the last three years is health. The Ravens More. and the, the Ravens and the Forty Niners have the same issues. Well, 49, I mean, 49 is such a weird team. I mean, with Purdy, I don't know. Purdy, he might be getting exposed right now. When, when I, when I, that's, that was the thing I said. Like I said, the one thing we had yet to see Purdy go through was some kind of adversity, and now he's going through it, and they haven't responded. Well. I mean, granted, you know, you could say that the, the, it was like the first game that they lost. I mean, that was on the kicker. I get it, but at the same time, you know, you go through a whole game. But you know, they lost uh, Debo early in the game, and then McCaffrey went out. So the back end of the Ravens' schedule is kind of kind of tough. Yeah, that's what I said. They got the Browns, even though they're home games. They got the Browns and the Bengals back to back. Oh, thank God, that's the Thursday night game. That's the Thursday game. Thank God. Right, and that's the Bengals and Ravens. Give me that all day. They got the Chargers, uh, the Rams. They'll beat the Rams. Then they got Jacksonville in Jacksonville. That looks like a night game. Uh, that's a night the, game. They got the 49ers as a night game on Christmas. That's gonna be tricky because just with the that quarterback situation, I mean, they got to find a way to get healthy. And then they got then they play the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins gonna get shut down that game. Think so? I think so. If Achon is back, then we'll see. I just don't. I, I think they're missing that. I think they're missing him. The pattern. Sometimes when you see a pattern, you just have to. The one thing I've noticed about the the, four, uh, the Dolphins is this: like the reason why we was having so much success in the first half was that we were shutting that running game down, and they was they was being one dimensional. We made them run dimensional mm-hmm. in, that, in that first half. In the second half, they started getting off big chunks of run. I just think that was because we was up 21-0, and I just think Andy Reid and them was just like, you know, Spags was like, I don't mind them getting those yards because you're running out the clock and you're, yeah. and you're shortening up the time. So go ahead and let them run out the clock. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 they won't have time to score as much. So I get it, but I'm just saying – the other factor about that too is just looking at that Dolphins Ravens game is just the time of the season. The season wears in. If, you, if that running game is still not crisp, and you're going into Baltimore, that, that's going to be a problem. And when that and when it gets colder out there, I mean, look, look, I mean, I mean, I'll say this about the Dolphins, and yeah, they probably should only score seven points against us initially. They should have, yeah. Um, the Eagles, um. If Tyree Kill catches that one pass, it might be talking about a different game. Um, the, the Bills, they just in Buffalo, they're a different animal when they're at home. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying? like Buffalo, there's no in between with Buffalo. They're either they're the biggest front runners. Either they're gonna blow you out, or they're gonna lose in a close game, like a 10-12 game or something they, like that. They sleepwalk for three quarters and then they try to come back, and it's too yeah. late. It's too late. So. That's just that you never know what you're gonna get with Buffalo. No, um, but they got up for that game because they wanted to prove a point because they was coming off of I think losses, and they wanted to show that they were for real. And for a minute there, I thought, okay, Buffalo's rolling a little bit mm-hmm. when they beat when they 
beat the Dolphins. Remember, I think the Dolphins had just came off the Denver game. They had just yes, beat that 70-point game, and they were crowning yeah. them. They were talking about everybody's yeah. calling them the new Chiefs, and that yeah, didn't last yeah. long at all. And then the following week, they played Buffalo and get smoked. So I think they were yeah. still, you know, coming off the high <laughs> of Denver. <laughs> so, and, that, and like I said, that Eagles game could have been a lot closer. And then, I mean, regardless of how we feel, our game was almost, you know, they almost tied the game up if – Tua makes that throw. We're talking mm-hmm. about maybe overtime. He had he had a wide he had a wide open man across the middle too. That was the yeah, crazy yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. But so, the time the timing of it though didn't have a chance. No chance at all. So I, I think Dolphins are a good team. It's just you know they got they got to finish. They got to learn how to finish. That's what it is. They got to learn how to finish. And they got and, and McDaniel's he has to because they're a finesse team. Yeah, they are very much a finesse team. If you bully them around, they kind of remind me of the 2018 Chiefs. If you push them around a little bit, frustrate them, um, you can they can be had a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that offense can get slowed down a little bit. That was always with New England. New England used to do it to us all the time. They used to always push around Travis Kelsey, and you knew they weren't gonna get no flags because the referees look, you know, they love the Patriots. So they would push Travis Kelsey around, get him frustrated. Mm-hmm. Push uh, Tyreek Hill around, get him frustrated. It was just that in the second half, Patrick Mahomes would just turn up and, and figure it out what what uh, Bill Belichick is doing, and he'll score a quick thirty on them and come back yep. in the game. Yeah, still, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But that was always the game plan when you go against speed teams. You bully them around. That's what we did with Travis. I mean, with uh, Tyreek Hill on Sunday, Lejarius Sneed yep. was. Up in his face, pushing him around, making his routes harder to you know get up out. No, don't give him you know no easy break. Don't let him run yeah. outside on you. Like, make it hard for him. Majority of these receivers don't like contact. You know the way as it is, and the fact that they're letting some of this stuff fly and everything is actually a good sign. I actually like it. You know, like as far as allowing them to let them play, and I mean let them get a good jam on them. Say like make them earn earn that route. It's just it's just the timing of it, the execution of it, and that's just what the Chiefs did. They did enough of that, and they ended up getting the job done. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because everybody was it's short the year about- of the defense, man. This year is all about defense, man. And I'll take it. I'll take it. So it's not what, the it's not what we used to, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, I would too. I'm cool with a, I'm cool with a great defense. That, that tra- defense is travel. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They travel. We just gotta clean up some things on the offense, and we'll be all right, man. We'll be yeah. all right. Like I said, if the offense can get to 24, we could, we could beat anybody. Get to you know, just get let, let Andy pound down a couple of cheeseburgers and whatever he do on his bye week. He'll be all right. Get that get that second half league season playbook. Winner playbook, call what you want to do, call what you want to call it. I think you know at the end of the day, the Chiefs will be fine. Right. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't believe you know. Despite you know some of the things that we don't like and the things that we're seeing, he ain't showing. He ain't showing his hand. He ain't, you don't show your hand. You don't show your January hand in November or October. You don't do it. Yeah, for you, sure. You don't show your hand against a team like. The Bears, you don't do it. <laughs> the Bears, you just don't. You don't even show his hand against Denver. Mm-mm. And 
you know, schematically, I just think that I, I still think there's more to be had about this defense. You know, like you said, this team, this defense is not, still not 100% yet. It'll it'll be good when Bolton gets back. It's only it's only going to get better. Let's yeah. just let's just call it for what it is. But some of the Man. things is Specs, he ain't in his bag yet. The main thing is what? Stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Relatively, other than Bolton. Stay out, oh, and side note, and stay out the news. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, this bye week, please, please, go chief players get in trouble. If she tripping on you, man, just walk out. Just, just leave the house. Man. Don't smack <laughs> up side of here, man. Don't put her in the headlock. Don't DDT her. Don't slam her through no tables. Okay, like just don't no, don't key her. Don't don't scratch her car up. No don't domestics. Do, no no DVs this this week, man. No or any league, no really, domestic, really. yeah, no, no domestics, no guns. I mean, even, take, strip, even strip clubs is a fine line. <laughs> you got, if you, you know, what I'm saying, you got wife, kids. You know, what I'm saying, take them to Disneyland or something. <laughs> go, 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 go to the family places, man. Just, just stay away from the, from the riffraff. If if you're single, go somewhere. I don't know, man. Just go somewhere safe. Just just. <laughs> Stay away from the riffraff, man. You know, you know. That's that's all. We don't need anything. Else. The only thing we should be coming across is that exactly oh, not. Just, just leave her. Just, just she, leave her where she's at. None, nothing, nothing. Chiefs related should be coming across the ticker this week. Nothing. I don't want to see you on TMZ. I don't want to see you on CNN. I don't want to see you on ESPN, Fox Sports One. I don't want to see you on none of them. If I see red breaking news and says Chiefs anything, I'm just going to turn the TV off. Kevin, it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's all, that's there's not there's no reason for us to see Chiefs anything unless unless it's the team. Well, that we we're not even going to see that because they on a bye week too. So there's no reason for us to see Chiefs anything. No excuse. Travis, just go tour with with Taylor Swift all week. Just follow her on tour. Don't go nowhere else, Travis. Just be with Taylor Swift. That's the safest place you could be is with Taylor Swift and her friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Chris Jones, go do your thing. Go fishing all week. Just go fishing. You and me, Cole, go fishing somewhere in Atlanta, wherever y'all go fishing at. Do do an NFL Cares Foundation. I don't care. Something. Who else? Who else? There's somebody I'm missing. Willie Gay. Stay away from the vacuums, man. Stay away from the vacuums, man. <laughs> Willie Gay. Stay away from the vacuums, brother. Legarius <laughs> yeah, uh, Sneed. Just chill out, man. All y'all, man. McDuffie. Go back to Washington, man, and chill out. Yep, none should be coming across catch, that ticket. Get the college game. Go go back to y'all, Mamar, and go watch Michael Penix play, man. He's pretty good. <laughs> go watch him. <laughs> Who are they playing this week? I don't know. Just... Yeah, yeah, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams actually, he's gonna be good. Oh, he'll be fine. Just some of the stuff. Speaking man, of him, the man got the weight of the world on his shoulders. He's the number one overall pick. They call him generational. They're comparing him to the best quarterback in the league. They compared him to Patrick Mahomes because some of the and ain't gonna lie, man. He makes some throws, man. I was like, he ain't Patrick Mahomes. He'll be fine. Damn it. Ooh, the throw looks like Patrick Mahomes throw. But no, he's not Patrick Mahomes. But still, the kid got the rate of the world on the shoulders. 
the USC thought, you know, saying everybody thought they was going to be contenders. And that defense sucks. I think Riley is terrible at finding defensive coordinators. That's just that's their problem. Their defense is terrible. The kid is pressing. So, oh, that's who. Uh, that's who Washington play Utah. Oh, that's Utah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Just I mean, hey, just, UNLV. Were they seventy two, sixty two? Yeah, they in a they in a bowl game. So they gonna play good, the. Though, they're gonna be playing the. They're gonna be playing in the www.whocares.com bowl. Freaking Mizzou! At least they making a bowl game. Mizzou, on the other hand, you blew it. Brady, you blew it. Well, part you had of, him on the ropes and you blew it. Well, I saw one play though where it was kind of. I mean, it was, I wasn't a fan of it though. It favored Georgia. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, there was there was the rest was um, yeah they they was on that side. Even the commentary. Was pro Georgia. Like, yeah, I'm like, y'all like, let these boys play. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I went too high over this. You's yeah, going to get them. Are you a Utah fan, Joe? By default. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what? I'm not surprised, Joe. I'm not surprised that you're a Utah fan. I'm not surprised at all. Not surprised at all. All right, man. You got anything else? Nah, just uh, just enjoy enjoy the bye week. Everybody just chill out on the whole criticism. Yeah, and y'all don't be getting out there getting in trouble, Joe. I don't want to see you in the news. Okay, chill out on the whole. The receiving core sucks. All this other stuff. Blah blah blah. Enjoy the bye week. Yeah, it's Joe, one that Joe Joe stay stay. stay in the house, <laughs> Joe. Joe stay in the house, man. But you know, as far as just just with Chiefs fans and everything, just kind of chill out with the comments this week. You know, it's like it's enjoy- you, this is a stress free week of football, y'all. We you can don't need to sit back and watch the league. You don't need to take medication. You know, <laughs> your whatever it is that y'all got to do to prepare yourselves. You ain't got to dress up or nothing. Just enjoy it. Enjoy. I mean, if you if you want to boo the division, then boo the division. Who cares? Whatever. But it shouldn't be one negative thing coming out about the Chiefs this week. That at all, it shouldn't be. I mean, we're coming down to the stretch. Crazy in the clubs. We're hitting. We're finally. We're hitting the other side of it. The the other side of the season. This is where it starts to get gritty. Now, now we're just pretty much just trying to stay in position. The Chiefs are already there. Just, I mean, that's the that's the crazy part about those. Like that's the, if there's if there's a perspective that you have as a Chiefs fan, is despite some of the challenges that they've had and they stick out like a sore thumb. They're still the number one seed. That's the crazy part about it. And and even and and they're in a position to be solidified as the having the number one overall record going into next week. So chill out, relax, stay away from all the above that was spoken about about the players, you know, the the DVs and the police and everything else. Just just enjoy being a fan. I mean, stay away from the bad games and everything. I mean, if you don't if you don't like what, what you're seeing, then go go live your life, have fun, you know. Go play with the kids, man. Go play with the kids. Spend time with the family, something, you know. Yeah, man. Enjoy. Find some, find something else that your family can do. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go ahead. Say, give a shout out to Glitch Energy. If you are a gamer. You know, you play video games, you know what I'm saying? Madden, 
NBA 2K, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, whatever your game of choice is, you like to work out, or you just want something to get you through the week. You know, you working at nine to five, you need some energy. Glitch Energy Drinks is where it's at. Go to glitchenergy.com. Look at their product. They got all kinds of flavors, man. They're always bringing up some new flavors. So check them out. And when you purchase something, you see that promo code AHChiefPod, 10% off. And we're saving you money. Yep. What better way to save you some money? Get 10% off, man. 10% matters. Yeah, man. And if you look down at the bottom and see the link, emqpodcast.com slash locker-room. If you go to that link, you see the locker room access of all of the podcasts that is under the Every Morning Quarterback umbrella. They got a 49ers one. They got a Patriots one. They got a Jets one. And they got our Arrowhead Chief podcast. Click on the link. You'll see all our episodes from the recent to the past ones. Go ahead and get caught up on the old ones. So you can be right in line with us when the new ones come out. Also, check out their podcast. They talk about everything league-wide. They also talk about college football. They even give you betting tips for the week. So go ahead and check them out. Shout out to them at Every Morning Quarterback. And whatever streaming platform you use, whether it be Apple, Google, uh, Apple, Google, Breaker, Breaker, all of them, Amazon, you know, Spotify, whatever you use to listen to your podcast, Arrowhead Chief Podcast is on there. Whatever social media platform you use, you see that right above Mark, AH Chief Podcast. You go ahead and click that in whatever, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, TikTok, uh, Twitch. We got, we on all of them. Check us out, man. Hit us up. You know what I'm saying? We'll follow you back because we ain't Hollywood over here. We fans just like y'all, man. We just regular guys who like to talk about the Chiefs, man. So hit us up. We'll hit you back. Give us some feedback, critiques, uh, questions y'all want us to bring up on the show. You know what I'm saying? Q&A type stuff, topics, whatever. As long as it's related to the Chiefs, we down for it. So talk to us nice and normal. Don't come at us crazy and no no fully you know some fugazi stuff you know come at as real all right y'all until next time we are out